Hey, this is Charlie. Welcome to the Family Starship Podcast, where we review movies, get the reactions, and you got yourself a podcast. I am, I am, however, not your host. Um, it will be my father coming in a minute. Let's drop right into it. Hey, everyone. Good to be back after a long hiatus. Um, you know, we do this podcast for fun, so sometimes we have to take a backseat to other real-life concerns, and we've had to take a break for about, you know, three, four months at this point, but I am very happy to be back today to talk about one of my all-time favorite movies, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Alright, so we are here today to talk about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And to start off with our blatantly reading from Google section, here's Charlie. Hello, I have returned. After like two months, I'm sorry this podcast has been empty. Yes, it has. Alright, so what did, uh, what's, what's the online description of this movie sound like, Charlie? Intrepid archaeologist Indiana Jones, on the trail of fortune and glory in old Shanghai, is ricocheted with, into a dangerous adventure in India. With a faithful companion, Short Round, and nightclub singer Willie Scott, Indy goes into a search of magical Sanakara stone and uncovers an ancient evil which threatens all who come into contact with it. Ah, so that's what this movie is about. All right, so let's start with background i'm gonna start because I, I i was around when this movie first came out back in 1984. um so 84 and just a little bit of story time was a big year for movies there were some really really big ones that came out that year like uh, ghostbusters gremlins the last starfighter never ending story which we talked about already you know some other ones dune red dawn the terminator there's a lot of streets of fire the karate kid i remember a lot of movies from that era i was really into um, I would watch all of those movies for fun still to this day. Um, as far as Temple of Doom, I remember seeing it in the theater and I remember I liked it right away and that's never really changed. Um, when people talk about the Indiana Jones movies, the, the original trilogy, this is the one that people sometimes say they don't like, but I think those people are nuts because I think this is a great, great movie. Um, this movie was also on cable a lot, probably even more than the other ones back in the day when we had HBO and cable. This one came up on, on TV all the time, and I remember watching it a lot. So, um, what did you, did you have any expectations going into this movie, Charlie? You know, um, mostly I just look at the poster of this movie in my dad's basement, and I'm just like, wow, Let's not watch that for the next five years. And that's so, and so it happened. And um, going into the movie, I knew I had grown up a bit, so I feel like I felt like I could probably handle it a bit better than I would have. And I was right because, like, it wasn't that bad, and I, I actually really liked the movie. Cool. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of movies that, like, are kind of, like, on that edge of, like, um, maybe a little too intense for Joel, but I think that you would appreciate, and I think this goes right on the top of that list. One thing about this movie is, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but like in 84, PG-13 didn't exist yet, 
And this is one of the movies, probably the movie that prompted the creation of PG-13 because, because, you know, it was a movie that was intended for a, a wide audience, but it also had a lot of intense, horrific stuff in it. <laughs> so they had to create an entire rating to make, to fit movies like this. And now PG-13 is like very, very common and it's used all the time in movies. Um, but that was, that was a big deal back in the day. I could tell that um, this is like you told you told me beforehand that this is what we created PG thirteen basically, and I can tell what you were coming from. And in a sort, a Mortal Kombat is basically the same thing, but for video games. <laughs> well, yes, Mortal Kombat. Well, we'll talk about that one some days. Um, have you ever seen the the nineties Mortal Kombat, Charlie? Um, what do you think? Probably not, but uh, we can watch that one at some point too. That one's. I, I feel like that movie is less violent than this one. Um, I haven't seen the new one. The new one's supposed to be more violent, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we get to go with that also. Um, but there's a lot of movies, especially from the 80s, that I have avoided. I, I, don't, I don't put posters of a lot of those <laughs> in the basement and stuff. But things like, for example, Robocop and The Terminator and Predator that are a bit more mature um, as far as their, like, level of action and, like, you know, horror... That I haven't shown, but like I think you're you're getting to the point now where you, you might appreciate some of them. Um, anyway, back in '84, '84 was when I felt like you know blockbuster movies had been around a while at that point because like we had Jaws in the '70s, Star Wars, and then like you know Superman, and then going into the early '80s. By '84, people were used to the idea of having these big blockbuster summer movies coming out every year. And the hype for Temple of Doom was real. It was all over the place. I remember they had a really cool arcade machine. Uh, there's an Atari, Atari arcade game that I used to play all the time. Um, and it was, it was big. It was, it was big. Like the whole marketing of it was big at that time. Um, more so than the movies that preceded it, I think. I think, I think it, it took that entire machine and pushed it to the next level. All right. I'm going to talk about what I remember from that movie really quickly from, from the time. Wait, can I un- interrupt real quick? Of course. So, I want to talk about that. So, I feel like the sequel f- for any successful movie is going to have more f- hype than the original. Because um, after the first movie has gained a lot of popularity, there's going to be... There's going to be like even more people excited for the next one, and then when they they announce it, everyone's extremely like, "Wow, that's insane!" Let's let's see. Let's, I want to see this movie. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think um back in the early '80s, I think the idea of a sequel was still fairly new. I mean, there there've been some successful sequels at that point, um, but usually sequels weren't as successful as their predecessors, um, and people kind of expected you know, had that expectation that there would be diminishing returns going going on. Um, this movie in particular, I feel like kind of, it kind of sidestepped that because it was just another adventure for Indiana Jones. It was not really a continuation of the story from the first movie. It was just, it was actually a prequel, um, but it's it's kind of just like another adventure. It was, it was treated very much like, all right, this is a totally independent movie starring the same character. And that's all it was. And I think that's to the movie's benefit. Anyway, so... What, what I was saying is like, um, one of the things I remember when I, when I think back at the time was I remember the ending of the movie. Like the last 30 minutes of the movie is one extended action scene. And I remember being completely floored by that and being numb to how much action it packs in. Um, 
I remember this was a movie that everyone at school would talk about. Um, they would talk about the bugs and the, and the heart being ripped out and all that stuff. And those were very visceral memory, me- memories for a kid at my age. And I was, I was 11 when I saw this. So was there anything that you took away from the movie having seen it the first time that was the most like vivid, like memory from it or vivid, like experience from it? Well, um, I think the creepiest part of the movie for me is definitely the um, room full of bugs because, yes. <laughs> um, like I'm, I know they have their right to live in the world, but I hate insects. I'm sorry, they're just, ugh. Um, I especially bees because, like, for in one summer I got stunned by three bees in one summer, and like it was horrible. And now I'm afraid of them. Yeah, that yeah, I I I've fortunately been able to avoid getting stung by bees, but that sounds terrible. I don't like bugs either, especially when there's that many of them and they're all crawling on you. So that scene was very icky as well. Um I I don't have that same reaction to it nowadays, but I remember when I first saw that scene, I was very very like skeeved out by it for sure. All right. Let's take a quick break. We're going to talk about our expectations going into it. So, Lauren, um, going into Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, what did you think the kids would think about it? Well, I thought they'd probably like it, but I was a little concerned that Joel would be scared by the whole ripping out your heart scene because I don't personally enjoy watching that myself. <laughs> no, I gotcha. I was hopeful that you and Joel would like this movie, but I can't ever tell usually what you will or won't sit for. Although you've, I gotta say, Charlie, the last few times we've watched movies from this era, you've, you've been into them. So I'm really, really happy about that. I thought you'd like it. And I think you're at the right age for it. You're about the same age I was when I first saw this. Um, it's a little more intense than other movies I've shown you, but it, I thought it might be the right time for it. Um, and, Obviously, there are some gory and horrifying parts of it. Um, the scene with the heart and also the scene where Indy is made to drink the black blood of Kali. Um, that scene was pretty dark. Um, so I had some like, you know, worries about it, but I, I thought you're ready for it. I think you, I think you're comfortable for that kind of stuff right now. Joel, I don't think is quite ready for that stuff. And I think even when he watched this movie, he kind of looked away for some of those parts. I mean, you can't really blame him. Am I right? I mean, he's he's nine, and I'd expect him to be scared of this kind of stuff. And honestly, if I was nine, watch this movie, I would be too. I would cl- I would cover my eyes. Yeah, and we we gave him fair warning. Just so everyone knows. we we told him like you know uh, this scene might be a little scary. Might be a good time to turn away now. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I was like, well, here we go. How did it hold up for you? What did you think of the movie? I like it. I, it's still enjoyable. It's not one of my most rewatchable movies, so I think it'll be a while before I feel like seeing it again, but it's definitely still entertaining. Very nice. Hey, Joel, what did you think of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Um, w- When I first started it, I was very... um. 
not sure about if I wanted to watch it, but I not sure if I loved it, but it was definitely not as horrible as I was thinking. Well, that's good to hear. You didn't think it was too scary? It was a it was a little it was pretty scary. I had to close my eyes for uh probably most of the movie. <laughs> was but it most of the movie? It, it was definitely most of the movie. All right. But it, but overall, it I watched like two quarters of the movie. Well, probably only one, but yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I liked it. Cool. Okay, so I was very happy that you both liked the movie. Um, like we said, Joel had trouble with certain parts turning away, but that's fine. We gave him warning and he was fine with it. Um, I feel like this movie opens up a lot of doors for other, like I said, more intense movies that we haven't really shown you yet, Charlie. As far as other movies like this, obviously, I think we should watch Last Crusade next. <laughs> we haven't seen that one yet. That's the third Indiana Jones movies. That's the, the third and final Indiana Jones movie. Which is fun, a little less intense as, than this one. Um, I, I like that movie also, but not as much as this one. This is this is next to Raiders. This is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. So watching Temple of Doom again, good to know. Uh, it still holds up, and honestly, I have never been that far away from this movie. I, I, I I've watched it on again, off again, you know, a couple times a year for <laughs> for pretty much my whole life. It's been one of those classic movies that I never really forget. So, you know, I, I knew I was still going to enjoy it. What did you think, Charlie? Well, um, I think that um, The Temple of Doom is will be a movie that I will remember seeing at this age. And I think it, I think it's a really good movie. And I didn't really have um, a lot of problems with it. And well, my favorite scene of the movie was probably um, the fight. Um, like, well, the scene where they were on like the minecart and they were escaping. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Through the waterfall and like they were saving the slaves. Yes, that was a great scene. We'll talk about that scene for a bit because I think, I think it's, I, I think this movie is very underrated. Honestly, um, a couple of things that I want to mention: the the great music, uh, John Williams again. This this score, this like the uh, the Temple of Doom, the whole like theme for it is just instantly iconic. It is the indie theme is in there but then there's a brand new theme for the temple of doom which is blended in perfectly and it's and it's another just instantly memorable classic theme from john williams so you know great music in this movie the, the quality of the action um and this is something that's very spielberg like um the action scenes are very fast and exciting but there's all there's always a story being told with them a story that centers around the characters we always see the characters' reactions to the events, and it keeps us engaged in their story. You never forget what's happening in the action scene. So Indy does some crazy stuff in this movie. Like you said, there's a minecart scene. There's a scene on a bridge where he's fighting guys. And like, there's all kinds of nutty stuff happening, but the action never seems superfluous. It's just a continuation of the story, and you never lose sight of the characters while the action's going on. I don't think anyone does that better than Spielberg. And like this movie is 
some of the best action in the entire like franchise. Again, um, I agree. John Williams' music slaps and almost never fails to do so. And the action is is probably one of my favorites. Like not even from the series, but of all time, because it's just so engaging and fun to watch. Yeah, it, it totally is. Um, and and speaking of which, like like the first fifteen to twenty minutes is the whole like action sequence in Shanghai. Um, with the, you know, with the antidote and the poison and like they have to run away, they have to get into the plane and then they get into the plane and like, you know, they have to escape from the plane. You know, all, all these things are happening. It's nonstop action. Like the entire story is told through a series of like action sequences. And then the last 25 to 30 minutes are the same. Like there's like, um, it's just one action set piece after another and it's constantly moving it's really impossible to watch this movie and be bored it's it's just it's just like there's something happening at all times during this movie honestly i think one of the funniest um scenes of the movie might be um the part where they're at the um diner and they they serve them like gorilla skulls and (laughs) Like eyeballs, yes. I thought. I, I thought that scene was actually really funny. Yes, that was a very funny scene, and and that, again, that was a scene that was like every kid back in 1984 was talking about that scene. Like, oh, did you see what they were eating at that banquet? And it was like a, it was a big deal. The other thing I want to mention is uh, Ki Hui Kwan. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, I don't know, but as short round, who is the best kid sidekick ever? I think he has great chemistry with Harrison Ford as Indy, and you get invested in the relationship, and it gets te- and it gets tested. Um, there's a scene where after short round like frees himself, like evades a bunch of guards, and like saves Indy. Um, Indy gives him back. He gives Indy back his hat, and Indy gives him back his baseball cap. Um, and then there's a slow version of the Indiana Jones theme playing. Um, that, I feel like that's done so well. It could have been a cringy scene, but it's not. It's awesome because by the time that scene happens, you're invested in that relationship between Indy and Short Round and it just, it just works. It's like, you know, you don't, we've known this guy, this kid for like maybe 45 minutes at this point, but it totally, totally works. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, it gets you excited to see the rest of the movie when, when that happens. Um, all right, let's talk about some categories. Best scene. Do you want to throw in what you think your your favorite scene in the movie is? Well, yeah, we were. I was talking about the um, minecart scene, yes. and that the reason I like that scene is because um, again, it has that nonstop action that most of this movie already has, and it throws in like. And it throws in like so many different elements. Like there's like there's like more Indian guys chasing him with cutlasses, uh-huh. and there and then there's water behind them, uh-huh. and they're running away. And like and like the the track is very unsturdy in general. So yeah. like there's a bunch of close calls. Yeah, that's that's true. Like whenever there's an action scene in these movies, they always they do a great job of throwing out throwing in just another element of danger every few minutes like oh not only are we stuck on this bridge for example but there's guys with swords coming at us oh and there's crocodiles underneath and oh molaram is here too and oh like you know we're gonna cut this it's like there's like there's always like one more element to make it seem 
more preposterously dangerous, and that's kind of the fun of these movies. My favorite scene, uh, and, and there's a lot of great scenes in this movie, my favorite scene is very specific. So at the end of like that whole sequence, when like Short Round escapes, he saves Indy from, with, with the fire, and he, he breaks him out of his trance, you know, Indy beats up all the guards, he saves Willie, and like now they're, they're ready, they're, they, they're out, they made it, they're out of the Temple of Doom, they're ready to go home. And, and then Willie says to Indy, now let's get out of here. And Indy says, right, all of us. And then like the music starts and then you see Indy's going to go back down to the mines to, to save all the kids. And that is awesome because they had, they had this like slow zoom in on Indy standing in the smoke in the mines and the music swells and you just know it's on. And it's going to be like from that point in the movie, the rest of the movie is just a long like 25 minute action scene and it's great it just gets you so excited pumped up that's like indie at his most heroic moment i think and it's just it's great um so yeah that i, I love i, I could, I could th that scene just like gets me involved in the movie more than anything else i mean there's, there's other stuff that's great too like the sequence when short round frees himself in the mines and has to elude the guards and he climbs up that ladder he does that swing that's awesome too and then it's hard for me to pick one scene. So I'm going to say one more scene. Um, the last scene, like when, when Indy, Short Round, and Willie are returning to the village and they walk into the village and, you know, the, uh, the villagers are like, see them. You can see that the village has been come back to life. It's not lifeless anymore. There's like flowers. There's like, you know, greenery all over. And you see all the kids follow them in and all the villagers are super happy. And it's, you know, just the, the indie theme playing. It's such a purely happy ending. It's unapologetically cinematic and happy. And I love it. It's just like, it's perfect. Yeah, I love how we see those vibrant colors. Everything is contrasted with the earlier visit to that village earlier in the movie when everything looked dark and depressing. It is one of my favorite movie endings ever. Agreed. I don't know what else to say there. Um, about the... Actually, no. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine. Sorry. I, I have a lot to say about this movie. I, I, I unapologetically love this movie. Actually, now I remember. Um, I think the most um, intense part of the movie for me is when the girl is um, stabbing the voodoo doll <laughs> and hurting. Oh, you, you mean the, the Maharaja? That, that's a boy. Oh, it's a boy. Yes, yes. it's a boy. Yes. I, I, now I remember. And then yes. it was her and Indiana Jones. So yes. um, shorthand had to go help. Uh, go uh, short. Short round had to go. Yes. Like stop him from doing that. Yes, and that's actually a pretty good segue into the next section. What doesn't hold up about the movie? So again, I I unapologetically love this movie. I you know I will defend this movie to anyone. I think it's a great movie. Um, there are things, so like, so for example, you mentioned the voodoo doll. That's something that's typically not associated with, you know, Indian folklore, or, you know, or, you know, it's, it's more associated with, you know, um, Haitian like background. So I, it's probably not that accurate, you know, um, historically. And, um, there's things like that in this movie that, you know, you gotta be careful when you watch a Hollywood movie, obviously. Something's going to be terribly inaccurate. Um, it doesn't really detract from the movie for me personally, but I think it's important to know that when you watch 
an Indiana Jones movie don't look for historical accuracy necessarily. That's all. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I, I, I got nothing else bad to say about this movie. Um, who's the MVP of the movie for you? Um, well, I feel like I just have a lot of rela- rela- relatability to him because he's a kid, but um, Showround, come on. <laughs> Showround is awesome. Um, I'll also say that um, Harrison Ford is indie. You know, he's great always. This might be my favorite performance as indie for me, from him, uh, mostly because he just needs to carry basically every scene he's in. Um, there's less going on in this movie than there is in, say, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when there's a more complex plot going on. There's more side characters. In this movie, it's basically just him with a kid and Willie. And that's basically the entire, that's, that's what he's talking to basically the entire movie. And he needs to carry a lot of it. And he does. He does. He sells it. He sells that whole part when he's in that dark trance. He sells it well. And you believe it. You believe how, you know, you know, how much, you know, rage he has after being freed from that and he goes to free all the kids he sells it and it it really works um honorable mention uh and i hope i'm saying this right name right amrish puri as molaram who is a great memorable villain um i thought he was tremendous scary great voice great presence you know you know just that glare and those eyes he's i think he's great as the bad guy in this movie Agreed. He is kind of, you see him as the leader always, and um, definitely very menacing because you know that you won't, you can't act up to him without a fight. Yes, no, definitely. You, <laughs> I remember that scene where he pops up at the end when they're trying to run from the rope bridge and Willie runs into him and she like screams as soon as she sees him and like the whole audience felt the same way, like, ah, he's right there, oh my god. Um, anyway, alright, next question. Would you watch this movie again for fun? Um, yes, I would. Um, not right now, but definitely in the future, I would watch this movie again, and I think I would enjoy it. Yeah, I, I agree. I already have watched it again for fun, and I'm sure I will again many times in the future. Um, okay, next section. Remake, reboot, sequel, or leave it alone? What do you think? Well, um... <laughs> So, um, here's the thing. This is the second movie in the Indiana Jones original trilogy, and honestly, out of the two I've seen, it's probably my favorite, um, out of the two. Um, I haven't seen the third one yet, but I will soon, and I've, I've heard it's, it's, it's still really good, but then the last, but then, like, the fourth yeah. one is one that people don't like. Oh, there was, there was a fourth Indiana Jones movie? Yep. Um, no. It was um, one about the crystal skull. And oh, huh. Yeah, I, I guess that's a thing too. I, I've seen that movie. I, I I don't remember very much from it. <laughs> it's it's. Um, I, I joke. It's not very good, sadly. Um, but listen, we, we can talk about that one at some point. Also, if you want to see it, we can see it whenever you like. Um, I don't own that one. I never, I never bought the DVD for that one. But uh, yeah. However, I don't think this series is hopeless at all. I think a reboot could definitely do it justice yeah. if they do it correctly. You know, that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, I I am not opposed to a reboot. I don't want a sequel. I don't want another sequel. I, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't know. As much as I like Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, I just don't see where they can go anywhere with this character at this point. Um, if they want to do a reboot with a new actor that works, I, I am not necessarily against that. I, I could, I could be okay with that. 
Final impressions. Anything else you want to add about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Well, um, overall, I think it's a very good movie and definitely one I will remember far into the future. One more thing. What to show you guys next? Any requests for things you want to see? We could always watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, but there's also a bunch of other movies that are similarly from this time, similarly intense that we can think about. One thing that um, we mentioned is Aliens. I think now might be a good time to watch Aliens, which is a classic movie from this era. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. I could definitely settle for watching Alien because I don't know much about the movie at all. All I know is, wow, look, a xenomorph. Yes. All right. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for joining me. And we will... That's a wrap. Um, Insert outro music here. So that was our talk on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I'm very glad I got a chance to share this with the family, and I'm glad they all seemed to enjoy it for the most part. Um, My thanks to all of them for participating with the podcast. As always, this podcast featured music from Technoax, Metaphasic, and Airglow, and I will see you all soon. Take care, stay safe. So what are we doing for the coda? Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. Wow, very epic.